0: on the opening of the International Rugby Experience and Riverfest as we progress through this morning's Limerick today. But now, if someone you loved had an asthma attack, would you know how to support them? It's Asthma Awareness Week, and this Thursday, the 4th of May, there's a free webinar. For anyone interested in the subject, you can log on to asthma.ie. And amory has been chatting with Sarah Darcy, who shares a little of her journey with asthma, beginning with when she got her first asthma attack.
1: So I was diagnosed with asthma as a teenager and it was probably around the time of uh, junior search or so. So I would have been about 15. Um, I was always kind of chesty as a child, uh, really big coughs. Lots of people used to comment, you know, on, on how bad my cough was. But I didn't get that diagnosis until I hit about 15. Um, and I, I remember it quite clearly because um, I bent down to pick up my school bag and um my chest felt really tight couldn't breathe um uh fortunately that wasn't a very severe asthma attack but my mum did bring me down to the doctor i think she was more surprised than anybody else when the doctor said well actually sarah has asthma Um she might have thought that i was trying to get out of school at the time which in fairness could have been true (laughs) (laughs) but (laughs) but it was uh it it was asthma so at the time it would have been quite mild um It was kind of in the background, if you know what I mean. So you didn't have that stereotypical clutching at your chest and not being able to breathe and people very aware. It was was a bit more discreet, was it? It it was when I was a teenager, yeah. Mm. But um, my symptoms would have progressively gotten worse than into my 20s and my early 30s. So it's a bit like that cliche of the frog in boiling water. You know, I didn't notice how bad it was getting. And I suppose I didn't know that you could have asthma and not have symptoms every day and um, you know i thought it was normal to be wheezy every day for other people to be able to hear me breathing you know for me to wake up hearing this weird whistling noise and realize that it was me and um, and i would have used my my reliever inhaler an awful lot so that kind of built up until around 2017 and then i did have a quite a significant asthma attack then Um, And I had that whole thing of of, uh, the the tightness in the chest, uh, constant coughing, not being able to catch my breath, feeling clammy, and my lips were turning blue Mm -hmm. as well. And I was with my mum at the time, and she was really frightened by it because she just didn't know what to do. Um, So we ended up calling an ambulance, and I was brought off to the emergency department, uh, treated with nebulisers, And the doctor that I saw in the emergency department referred me to a respiratory clinic, but also suggested that I get in contact with the Asthma Society for support and help. And those two things, I think, really turned my life around, turned the quality of my life around. So just to be clear here, you can have a diagnosis like that. And I would have presumed then you were put on some kind of treatment
0: at that point.
1: No, I would have had uh, reliever inhalers um, as a teenager. So the blue inhaler that most people would be familiar with. Um, and then kind of into my 20s, then I was put onto the brown inhaler, the preventer inhaler. But looking back, with hindsight, I wasn't taking it properly. You know, oh, I don't right, know yeah. that I was taking it consistently, that I was taking it every day. You know, in my 20s in particular, there would have been times when I thought, well, OK, I'll skip, I'll skip a dose today. And that'll make the medication last a bit longer, that kind of thing. Um, And it it kind of ends up being a vicious cycle because then you need more medication because your symptoms are not getting better. Um, So for me, again, because I thought like, you know, the everyday wheezing was just something I had to put up with. I didn't realise that I needed maybe different medication or more medication. You had, I I suppose, become somewhat immune to your symptoms, really. It's going over a long time as well. So when you did get in touch with the support that was there, what difference did it make to you and what kind of support did you get? So I got in contact with the nurses on the Asthma Society's advice line and we talked through what had happened and they helped me to understand what had happened um, in kind of layman's terms. And um, also the medication that I had been taking and what I had to take as a result of that particular asthma attack, um, how to take it properly, and the importance of taking inhalers, the, the preventer inhalers, every day. Uh, the the nurse that I spoke to also sent me out um, some information, some uh, kind of a, an asthma management plan, And That helped me to identify my triggers, what makes it worse, uh, what medication I needed to take, how to recognise when my asthma was getting getting worse and I needed to step up uh, the medication and also how to recognise when I was actually having an asthma attack Um, and very importantly for my family as well, what to do during an asthma attack, what you can do for an asthma patient if they are having an asthma attack and I think that was a real comfort to my family. to to have something concrete that they could look at and say, okay well, we're in a situation where Sarah is really not well now. What do we do? At what point do we maybe need to consider calling an ambulance? And, you know, I've been fortunate that I've never had to be admitted to hospital, but I have had to call an ambulance maybe five or six times since 2017. Uh, But luckily for me, you know, my asthma has improved so much that, um you know I regularly will have to check my reliever inhaler to make sure it hasn't expired because i I don't use it up anymore you know i okay. will actually i'll you know today I checked my uh, my inhaler and um it had expired, so I had to get a new one because it's about a year since I've had to use it to had to use the reliever inhaler um and my job these days involves training uh giving presentations, and that could be for talking for an hour at a time up to three and a half hours at a time and I wouldn't be able to do that if Mm. my asthma wasn't well controlled.
0: That's Sarah Darcy there chatting to Anne-Marie about Sarah's journey with asthma. It is Asthma Awareness Week and on Thursday the 4th of May there's a free webinar for anyone interested in the subject by logging on to asthma.com dot i e and uh, i know that uh, as somebody who suffers from hay fever and i've got the antihistamines going at the moment as i will for most of the summer i can only imagine how difficult it is if you have asthma at this time of the year and if you're subject to hay fever issues as well
1: your views your news your limerick today with joe Nash on live 95